Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time to talk a little Thursday night football between the Bucks and the Bills. That was Baker Mayfield talking about one of his favorite targets in Chris Godwin. Of course, Mike Evans, uh, also part of that conversation in some way, shape, or form. Uh, currently, Bills, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Spread is moving in Buffalo's direction with a total of 43-and-a-half. Joe, where would you like to start? Uh, what do we do with this point spread? Circa has 10. Is this a Kyle Trask number? What about the Bills instills any confidence over the last three weeks? And should they be favored by 10 points against a, let's call them mediocre Buccaneers team? I think that's fair, right? Right. Like they're not bottom five. They're Mm -hmm. probably bottom 10, 12, somewhere in that range, right? Should the Bills be double-digit favorites uh, against a below-average team? No, I don't think so at all. That seems like a big spread, doesn't it, from what we've seen from this Bills team so far? Yes. It is, but my model said uh, 9.5 to 10 is about right. When this was at 8.5, Buffalo was absolutely 100% the side to take. But now it is sharp. This is a great example of closing line value as far as I'm concerned, where you want to pounce on these things early because the spread is moving in the direction I was expecting. Now I don't think there's value anymore, Joe. Okay. I think you're right. Is there an element of teaser protection as well? Because we talked about that, like getting through the nine, maybe that's the only reason we're through the nine. And it looks like we might be getting to 10, but we're probably never going to get to, to that 10 number. feels like we might be uh, seeing some teaser protection. Uh, low total. The total's only 43. I've, I view this as a prop game, guys. Um, that's, that's where I'm, I'm looking at as opposed to side or totals of a lot of questions there. The Bills have had a lot of struggles lately, early on in games. I did consider the first half. It, it's so wonky. Like you got to shop around for these numbers. You'll see a four. You'll see a four and a half. I saw some sixes out there. If you want to do something in the first half, so obviously you want to shop around for the best price. That could be the difference when it comes down to that. But I, I'm really honed in on on various props. I feel like I have a better angle than side or total. So I'm not doing anything there. Either of you guys going side total in any way. No, but you just got me thinking. I wonder first half under too. Like maybe it's we get off to a sluggish start with both these teams. I mean, the Bucks cannot score. Look at their yeah. schedule. Like how do they put up points? It's awful. Um, and they rank third. Bills rank third rather in defense or offensive DVOA. So I think at some point, this is going to be a Bills get right spot, but I don't know if that means I'm going to bet them on the spread. Yeah, they're 20. Now we're moving towards double digits. It's it's all over the place. Mm -hmm. There's 20 and a half, 21s, 21 and a half. So however you're betting it, make sure you get the best of the number. Yeah, for sure. When I when we're sort of analyzing this Bills offense, and to me, that's kind of where the conversation starts as far as looking at props. Josh Allen's advanced metrics tell me he can regroup with more play action and a clean pocket. He will really need both of these elements, I think, going up against the Bucks, where this defense is top-heavy. Like, the reinforcements aren't that strong, but 
in terms of how they can slow down the run, how they can uh, apply some you know pass rush pressure, things like that. I think the Bucks can still do those things. The question is, can Josh Allen beat it over the top with Stephon Diggs mm-hmm. and his deep targets? You know, Gabe Davis, things like that. At some point, he should be able to. Yes, the recency bias is suggesting that Josh Allen and this offense is taking a step back, but I don't know how long that's going to last. If it does, then this whole thing needs to blow up, right? Because the Bills, especially with the defensive injuries, they can't have a mediocre to slightly above average Josh Allen. He needs to be great, but we've seen him be great. And in this situation, I think he can be. Uh, You know, the market certainly uh, suggests as much. The thing, though, is we look at Josh Allen and passes beyond 10 air yards. His passer rating is only 95. That's average. It needs to be better. I think it can be, but it's more seasons past that's giving me this optimism, not so much anything that's happened over the last few games. If that's the case in terms of betting on props, where do you start if you are assuming explosive plays will be there? Stefan Diggs. I'm going yes. to make that assumption. Diggs mm-hmm. is going to have a big game. That's my favorite prop of the night. Let's take a look at what number, some of these number one receivers have done against the Bucks. Justin Jefferson, nine for 150. DJ Moore and only seven targets had six for 104 when the Bears were not targeting more enough. AJ Brown, nine for 131. Amon Ross St. Brown, I think he was coming back from injury in that one. 12, 124, and one. This is Diggs' game. And it's a matter of do you want to pay the juiced reception one or go with the yardage? And based on those numbers that I just threw out there, I think it's pretty obvious that you've got to go with the yardage. Now, reception is not bad. Diggs has at least six grabs in every game. And I'm not freaking out about what happened last week with only 58 receiving yards for Diggs because we know what Belichick does. He's going to take what you do best and he's going to try and remove that from the game he's not staley he's not going to let kelsey go for 179 he wasn't going (laughs) to let things go for 150 so i i didn't find that all that surprising i like Diggs yardage there's still 85 and a half out there i'm expecting a 100 yard game from Diggs. so if you want to go get a better number on that i i'm sure there are some alt lines involved I think Diggs is in store for a monster night on Thursday Night Football. I have a couple bets that I like. I think both of these quarterbacks can easily throw an interception. Parlay and both, you Mm -hmm. can find it at plus 234. Uh, Josh Allen is about even money or even better at some places. And then Baker, the best number is about minus 140. Speaking of Baker, my favorite prop here, I think they're going to be playing from behind. He's going to have to pass the ball. I did over 33 and a half pass attempts. He's gone over that in pretty much every game. Pulling up his game log, he has 42 in the last game, 37. Uh, October 1st, 32, 25, and 34. So two games he went under. One, he went quite a bit, but 32, pretty close to 34. In the last two games, he went way over 33 and a half. So uh, I like that number for Baker Mayfield, assuming that they'll probably be playing from behind. He'll have to pass the ball. And uh, yeah, it's my favorite prop. I like that look a lot, Aaron, in large part because the rushing attack for the Bucks has been awful. Rashad White cannot move the ball oh consistently God. down the field. It's been just mm-hmm. terrible. So, yes, in terms of knocking off a team that is greatly favored against you, 
you're going to have to make some throws and complete some passes. And, and certainly that's going to be a part of the deal. I also think Baker Mayfield would probably throw a little bit deeper uh, than perhaps he would normally like. And so this definitely could be something where whatever happens with Mike Evans, that is also a big deal. And Joe, to your point about Stefan Diggs, the Bucks love playing zone coverages. That is largely what they do uh, at one of the higher rates in football. And Stefan Diggs is elite in zone, as you would expect. He's a pretty good man as well. But zone coverage, that's what makes him special. 459 receiving yards versus zone. That is third highest in the NFL. Certainly against man, better advanced numbers. But just 219 receiving yards at rank sixth. And yeah, he's an elite receiver. It may not matter, but also keep in mind that Connor Allen pointed out Dalton Kincaid is fantastic against zone coverage. In his last game, week seven, he racked up seven catches for 71 yards against zone defense and just one catch for four yards against man. So to me, if the Bucs do not resort to more man coverage, this is a Stefan Diggs game and also a Dalton Kincaid game as well. Yeah, I, I thought about Kincaid but I'm a little concerned. He just had his uh, career high, eight for 75, caught eight catches on seventy on, on eight targets. So the numbers bumped up. I, I wouldn't hate it. Um, it's 37 and a half, three and a half receptions is the number there. To your point on Rashad White, that's one thing I don't understand what's happening with Dave Canales. Like, he is so stubborn. Rashad White, right to the middle of the pile, again and again and again. Like, I just... Don't understand it. So I was looking at white unders. Like, do we want to do something where, okay, the Bills are going to run away with it? Are they going to be able to run the ball? But the thing with Canales is he's going to force it. White is getting the rushing attempts. It doesn't matter if they're in a blowout or not. And it's really bothered Baker. I, I've heard Todd Bowles talk about it as well. So they're not they're not all that pleased at times with offensive coordinator Canales. A white under 44 and a half rushing yards would be the way that I would go if you want to do something there. Yeah, I mean. As far as uh, yards after contact per attempt, White's at the bottom. It's 1.1 mm-hmm. on average, 1.1 after contact. He hasn't had much luck there. Uh, we're all assuming it's Baker, right? It'd be a Baker game? I would think sure. so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's questionable. That's, what, that's why I ask, and it keeps mm-hmm. jumping up a little bit. Is that referring it's to his injury It's interesting that Rashad – Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Question. Questionable as a good quarterback. <laughs> um, it was. Uh-huh. Rush attempts for Rashad White, 12 and a half. He had 13 last week, seven before that, and then 15, 14, 17, 17. So it does look like his production like is going down a little bit too in terms of how many times they're getting. I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you look at under there? Is that seems like a sharp number to me. Uh, under his only consideration, um, he yeah, he's still right. getting carries when he shouldn't. So based on game exactly. script, so I, I don't know. Like he still had fourteen uh, carries when they lost to the Eagles, twenty-five to eleven. Um, it has dipped a little. I, I'm not messing with the attempts. I'll mess on. Yeah, the actual, I agree. I'd look at the actual production, which is very poor. Mm-hmm. The only way I would go is under, on the yards. And I understand in terms of the Bills defense kind of inviting the run a little bit more, but they're definitely going to do that in a game like this. Like in some random universe, how do the Buccaneers win this game? It's because Baker Mayfield goes nuts. Don't you trust that a good bit more than Rashad White going crazy? Like, yeah, it, it's a stretch yes. both ways, 
But I trust mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield more than I do Rashad White, which is saying something. And Okay, so yeah. let, let's play that out. Baker goes crazy yeah. game. Who benefits? Where's the ball going? Godwin also questionable, oh, right? Kate yeah. Otten? Kate Otten. Yeah, that's it. You win, Aaron. I was that's waiting it. for that. I was waiting you for got Kate Otten. Yeah, I couldn't that's resist. That's it. <laughs> Are you betting a Kate Otten anytime touchdown? Or first What's touchdown? the number? I, I sh- probably should commit to the bet and can't, can't. Just you know, jump off I see a now, right? Five to one on Kada, and I will say, and I don't want to be right. you know, what Yeah, what we played. <laughs> well, first touchdowns twenty eight. If you want to go that route, oh, the way goodness. Baker was talking about Godwin coming in has me. I have him circled for this game for a touchdown at least of plus two sixty. Um, obviously, assuming he's up and healthy, but it sounds like he is going to play. What was he saying about Godwin? He's like, hey, we're lucky to have him. We need to get the ball to him. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Gosh. Kate Otten Here's receiving my question. at 26 and a half? That seems really high. <laughs> well, if if uh, Aaron does bet on Kate Otten first touchdown at 28 to 1, she is in Washington. I am in L.A. What are the odds that I actually hear her scream in excitement all the way here if this happens yeah or throw my phone at the tv if i don't bet it and it happens i could be screaming for a different reason (laughs) the put my ear to the ground (laughs) red zone targets let's see who has more than otten godwin evans white somebody named devin tompkins trey palmer has the same as otten so it's not Terrific. And to Paul's point, Godwin has been getting targeted a whole lot lately. Mm-hmm. Like we've been seeing him get double digit targets. So that could, that could certainly be not how that started the year. When, yeah. When it comes to props, I try to stay away from players whose stats are all over the place. If you have 43 receiving yards one week and like 15 or 13, a couple others, like that just to me yells, screams, stay away. I don't think uh, this is in props. Oh, Godwin doesn't have a touchdown this year. Oh, it's gonna. There's, there's that. This, yeah. There's the spot. There is that there, too. This this is the spot, right? Yeah, I think so. A uh, quick discrepancy I wanted to ask you guys about. Mike Evans is set at fifty six and a half receiving yards at minus one ten. Mike Evans receiving plus rushing yards. 56 and a half at minus 110. Now, I'm not expecting Evans to be used for jet sweeps, but in case he is, is it better to do receiving and rushing if it's the same number? Yes. Just in case. Just in what case. If it yeah. go, what if it goes sideways and he loses 10 yards? That would be What's my likelier concern. to happen? Well, yeah. of course. No, it's, it's fair, but what's likelier to happen, you think? Is it worth the risk? Yeah, probably. Okay, probably good. worth. This is Becky Wells Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we start our preview of the Fall Classic and talk about World Series MVP. That's right here on the Becky Network.